Hey, Manufacturing World, welcome to another episode of Shop Matters, sponsored by Akuma America Corporation. I'm your host, Wade Anderson, and we are coming to you from day five of IMTS, Friday. It's uh, exciting that we've made it to Friday. It's been a busy week. I've been absolutely amazed at the turnout of the crowd. It's been uh, been incredible, and I'm excited today. This is uh, the first podcast of Friday for us here in the, uh, in the Akuma booth at IMTS, Joining me today from AMT, I've got Michelle Edmondson and Doug Woods. Welcome. Hey, great to be here. Thanks so much for having us. All right. So IMTS is a very exciting time. And I think if you are an OEM and tied to the machine tool industry, this is really an, a special event for everybody. I've been coming to Chicago since 1992. And uh, we actually, when we were talking out here, I think of years in terms of IMTS years. You know, I, I talk about, yeah, what are we going to do next year? It's not dog years. It's uh, IMTS yeah, years. Yeah, I'm actually thinking two years in advance already. So, Michelle, how's how's IMTS been for you this year? Um, it has been incredible. The, the energy and the vibe of the people. Yeah. Everybody is grateful to be back. They're grateful to be here. They're so excited. People are selling all over the floor. People are finding their solutions. They just want to be here. Right. From I've been here since the end of August going through. So this is week four. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> from the moment I came to Chicago to today, everyone that has stepped foot in the building has just been an incredible sense of pride to bring IMTS back to what it is. As of last right. night, we had over 85,000 registrants come through and I've heard, I have not heard a negative comment yet. Yeah, that's incredible. I know for us, I think it's safe to say we were all very optimistic coming into it, but there was some nervous, nervous optimism, you know, being away for four years, what, what's it going to look like? So when the gates opened Monday, this place filled up. Well, then Monday afternoon, you know, as we're going home, the thought in the back of my mind is, okay, was that a flash? Did we have a big spike Monday? And then is it going to, and it hasn't, it has just been incredibly busy the entire time. Yeah. Um, and I would say in advance of IMTS, it was not just a passing thought. Like people were super nervous. People sure. were nervous about, are, are we going to get the visitors? Are they coming back? What's going on? Especially from the exhibitor end. But yeah. I agree. Like it's just been a continuous spike of, and people want to be here. They want to learn. They want to find their solutions. And so it's just incredible to watch yeah. the dynamics. Well, it's such a big investment. You know, it, you can't have risk. You, you got to have some calculated um, ex expectant coming into it, right? So you're putting a lot of, of time and energy into it. I know for us, we start planning for the next show as soon as this one ends. And then we really start putting work and Money's that's our spindles cranking up. Yeah, it's okay. Let those spindles turn. <laughs> so we start putting time and, and energy into it really a year into an advance. What does that look like on AMT side? I, I got to expect that's even further away, right? Um, absolutely. We started planning for 24 back in March. Okay. As to what it will look like, what's going on, what is it going to, what is it going to be? Are we going to do the same? We there. The answer is no. Okay. We will absolutely have some new things. Relating to, you know, we, we have a motto at AMT that we don't ever want to do things the same because then it gets old for the industry. As the industry changes and grows, yeah. we have to change IMTS to match that sure. or really be ahead of it. So 2024, like I said, we started in March. 
you know, exhibitors can apply. Visitors will be able to see what's going on with 24 very soon okay. after 22 and kind of all the dynamics and what goes on. And um, there are just going to be some fun things that we got going on and some changes happening. It'd be great. Yeah, so, you know, and just so I could tail on to that one for a second. Yeah. I mean, you talk about, you know, what's going to happen. Are they going to come back? What any, you know, companies like Okuma make a big investment in this. And I got to tell you, and you got to champion in Jim, Jim King. Yeah. I mean, here's a guy, you know, and there's there's leaders like it. But I mean, Jim has done an unbelievable, unbelievable job saying, hey, how do I want to position my company? How do I want to position my brand? How do I want to have people come find me here at IMTS and bring it to and, and essentially, it's almost like doubling down. So other right. people are wondering, should I do the show? Shouldn't I do a show? Should I be doing these kinds of things? Should I be pulling back a little bit? And he's like, no, I want to reach out more. I want to touch people more. Mm. I want to be more visible. And you got to say, I'm, I'm hoping when you look at a show like this and you look at the booth and you look at people in here, and by the way, I was thinking of buying a machine, but I walked around and every freaking one of them is sold. Right. So, I mean, at the it's, end of the day, <laughs> I think maybe he's done something right here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that, and credit to Jim and Tim both, the, the vision that they had going into this, they really went all in. You know, we, there was some talk early on, do we scale down, do we take fewer machines? And immediately that went away. And nope, let's, let's maintain what we've always done and, and keep the present that we've, presence that we've always had yeah. and even go bigger. So we've expanded the uh, service and support infrastructure look. So when people come in, they see not only the equipment, the technology, but to me, what's even more important than just seeing the machine tools, but what is the infrastructure that is supporting that machine tool? And that's got a bigger focus than what we've ever done, which yeah. is cool. yeah, to the to, vision that they've had on that. Yeah, that's cool. I was looking at back at uh, showing, you know, hey, here's a head off an old machine. Yeah. And here's what we do if you bring it back into a retrofit group that goes in and does the rebuild on it, which, oh, by the way, when I was apprentice, that was one of the crummy jobs I had to get. It's taking the old ones apart right. and letting the uh, high-end toolmaker put the new one back together. You got the cleanup job. But, I mean, that's the kind of thing you need at the end of the day, right? It's not. It's it's a full life yeah. of the actual product <clears throat> and the connection to the full life of the product. And so showing that you've got those pieces and the connectivity tools in the back, you know, hey, here's how we link a whole facility together. Um, it's good to have all that here so people get a complete idea of how do I solve problems here. And if they're wondering what it's like someplace else, you know, walk a few hundred yards that way, walk a few hundred, and in one place, you can figure out where's the right tool, product, service, support that fits your need. Right. And I think it's a great way to see the collaboration of everybody in the industry. I've talked a lot of times, I work with all of our partner companies, and I've, I've mentioned this a few times throughout the week, but and not just Akuma's booth, anywhere you look in, in any of these halls at IMTS, you pick up any part, there's seven to eight companies involved in making that part. Right on. There's cutting tools, there's coolant, there's work holding, there's programming, there's machine tools, right? And what a great way to come in and see all of that in one area and see the latest and greatest technologies all in one spot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we um, we actually do that on purpose. You know, we we cater a lot to the visitor coming in yeah. and the customer. I mean, they're 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 people are coming to buy, right? And so if you're coming to buy, you need to be able to really look at all those things at the same time to really make decisions well. And so it really works. That that is definitely intentional and right. works really well. Yep. Now you mentioned something a little bit ago about as you're planning for the next IMTS or future IMTSs. You have to stay ahead of where the industry is. 
How do you do that? I mean, I, I look at when I started coming here in 92 to where the industry is today, you know, it's just pretty mind boggling. But how do you have that crystal ball to think where are we going to be in 24, 26, 28? And how, how do you get ahead of that? Yeah, so I'm going to start answering this, and then I'm actually going to turn it to Doug. Because <laughs> the start of the answer, from my perspective, is we have an amazing leadership team. Okay. So all of our leadership team at AMT is in the industry. They know the people. We talk to the people. We work through, see where the concerns are and or um, where the, the problems are hitting and how the solutions need to be found. And then so... That from, from our team that creates the show and puts it on, we truly guide and lean on them to tell us where we need to have IMTS go. So then I'll turn it to Doug to say how that leadership team does it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, for us, really, you know, we're connecting to all the people that are driving technology. Okay. So our technology department are people, that's all they do all day, right? They're technologists. They get involved in those things. Our CTO is working with the top organizations around the world that are doing the developments, the labs around the world. We're connecting all the innovation centers in the United States. You know, we have our own presence in Silicon Valley. We've got a Silicon Valley office, you know. So, so we're out there all touching the Department of Defense, Department of Energy, looking at things they need, looking at where their next development's coming up. We're working with the universities. And by doing all of that, we have a good flavor for what's coming. And then you see what Michelle and the team do is we put the coolest part of what's going to be coming in the ETC. Yeah. The ETC typically isn't something that's available today. It's what's coming in the future. And then if you come back a show cycle or two after what you saw at the ETC, all of a sudden you see it more pervasively around the floor. Okay. And so that's kind of what we've been able to do is use AMT as that's what we do as an association, drive into what Michelle does running the exhibitions team and kind of being able to go, okay, how do we take that vision of the future, give a taste of it at the ETC, then make it a prominent part of the overall solution at the show. Okay. So without going too far ahead, for customers that are listening and saying, hey, you know, I, I know what I'm experiencing day to day. But what are the trends that I can expect or um, realize within the next year or two? Where are you seeing the market? What, what are the hot items, the hot ticket items that you can expect to see trends in the marketplace within 23, 24 time frame? Yeah, I mean, I mean from, a big, from a big overall macro standpoint, if you look at uh, manufacturing technology orders, 2021 was one of the best years we've ever had. Yeah. Okay. Right now, in 2022, we're about 8.7%, was that roughly 8.7% ahead of where we were last year. Your definition yeah. of rough and mine's way different, but... We're not in microns for that one, but, but, you know, fourth quarter, you know, last fourth quarter in 2021 was almost as good as you could ever get. So even though there'll yep. be a little bit of a kicker from IMTS, which you always have, maybe it's off a little bit, but if we're even close to last year, the two of the highest years ever. Yep. So you've got that going from a macro standpoint. So as you look forward, you know, what happens in 2023, skipping any geopolitical issue, there's still a lot of pent up demand. I sure. mean, you've looked at the backlogs of most companies and, you know, we're going to have some time where we're still trying to be building out that backlog. And why is that still being driven? Why is that still positive? If you look at what's happening in the reshoring, onshoring and foreign direct investment, because of what we've seen with supply chain issues, there's an enormous investment happening in the United States. Yeah. You hear about the big things about having billion dollar, actually more like $15 billion chip facilities, chip fab facilities. You've got battery factories. You hear about those $10 billion 
but you have a lot of other manufacturing being brought back up. Everything from LED manufacturing that we lost years and years ago yeah. to basic automotive production component things coming back in market. All of those things need what manufacturing technology folks make. So medical picked up a lot because of things that were happening in the last two years. So medical is much bigger than it ever used to be. You take the combination of those things, retooling for EVs, what's happening with that market. There really is just a lot of backlog potential out of those market changes that are going to be happening with through 2023. And the other huge one driving all that is we don't have enough people to take care of that. Right. We have two job openings for every one person that's available. Wow. So if you look at the people that are unemployed, there's, there's two jobs for every one person who's unemployed. Yeah. So automation is the key. You walk around here, you see a blue one there, you'll see a yellow one there, you see a green one and a red one someplace else. Right. Without automation, we're not going to make it. So automation and the integration of automation is going to be a huge growth area <laughs> as we go through 23 to 24. Sure. How about from an education standpoint for workforce, how involved are you from, from that perspective? Tell them about downstairs. I will. So um, we're extremely involved, yep. number one. We have a student summit. It has This year it has about 15,000 students and educators that have come through. So the primary goal of the student summit is, to, for, is exactly smart force development. Downstairs is just as cool, maybe honestly a little bit cooler if I'm being honest, than upstairs. The exhibits down there are incredible. There's 60,000 square feet of space and everything is future forward, future thinking, and hands-on so that the kids that come through really get a flavor of the high tech of manufacturing and what is involved in the coolest possible way. There's a VR cave down there. NASA's down there with an astronaut suit. There's um, a ro the robot spot, the robot dog by Do Boston Dynamic doing tricks and different things and just showing all the pieces of what manufacturing can do. And all the technologies represented upstairs in the main show of IMTS is represented downstairs just in a much cooler way. I mean, it's fun. So the reach that AMT has... The students that are coming in and actually hands-on experiencing that, what kind of a radius is that? Is that local just to Chicago? Are we reaching kids? I mean, are, are they Bigger. coming yeah. in from they, We off? actually have student um, groups fly in. Okay. So we have the, um, our core is for the from Chicago radius, I would say within a 100-mile radius. Okay. Bus trips come in all the time. But we also have students that fly in from California and from the West Coast just to see the technologies and what's going on. No kidding. That's yeah, incredible. You know, it's really, it really is impressive. And you know, we say, you know, if you've got 15,000 kids that were able to touch downstairs and people go, that's a huge expense because, uh, you know, it's no easy thing. That downstairs, if that was a separate trade show in the United States, it would probably still be in the top 50 trade shows in the country. Wow. Just what's downstairs, just for students. Correct. And so we go, okay, if you got 15,000 students and like we pick up a lot of the expense, the exhibitors that partner, but we give, we give them the floor space at no cost. And you say, well, gee, how can you afford to do that? Like if 10% of that 15,000 decide this is a cool thing to do, right. that's 1,500 kids yeah. that are going, I, I want to be working at an Akuma. Yeah. I want to be working at one of these cool companies that I see. And I go, that's worth it. 
Absolutely. That, I mean, if only 10%, I think once they get down there and they see what's cool, <laughs> it's a lot better than 10%. Right. Yeah. Another thing that we have in our student initiative or in our Smart Force initiative is we do a race. We do the mm. Miles for Manufacturing race. Mm. We subsidize it all, so which means all the proceeds that come from it, we buy machines for robotics teams and different machines that are needed within the school system within Chicago area, within the Midwest area, within the country. Oh, and no so kidding. over the years, we've raised over $200,000 from oh. that initiative to That's give great. back to the industry, whether it's a high school, middle school, or tech school. Okay. If a, if a high school is not involved and wanted to be involved, how do they get in touch with you to be more involved in part of that? Yeah, so we have on imts.com, we actually have a smart force. Like it's one of our main tabs, and you can look. Okay. On there, and there's all the information. Greg Jones and Catherine Ross on our team lead that initiative, and they're really involved in the schools and in the industry itself. But they can get a hold of them and talk to them. Yep. So all you got to do is look for AMT, and it's going to come up on the website. And on that website, you're going to find Smart Force. All right. It's everything you ever wanted to know, and maybe more. <laughs> and more. <laughs> all right. So for people getting ready, uh, if they've already been to IMTS 2022 and they're getting ready to start thinking about 2024, what's three pieces of advice that you want to give customers that are thinking about 2024? I would say number one is put the dates in your calendar. Yep. <laughs> number two is from if you're an exhibitor listening, you should apply for space. You can do it right now. Okay. Right. And if you're a visitor listening, you should make sure you continue to come back to the website to see what is happening, what are the new trends, what's going on, and go look at IMTS Plus, which I, if you go to IMTS.com, IMTS Plus will have all the pieces that you can see for the industry as a whole moving forward and how things are going. Okay. Yeah, because we try to leverage the, it, there's something cool about this. But people want to stay connected to cool between this one and the next one. Hmm. How do we do it? IMTS Plus. You know, created our own network to be able to get connected to you folks, to get things about you, what you're doing, what the market's doing, what the technologists are doing, and bring it to you every day so that you can build up, as Michelle points out. So by the time you get around to the next time, you've not only been learning and seeing it, because sometimes you obviously need to be buying things incrementally. We want to make sure you know what the right stuff is to go get. Yeah. But then it really prepares you by the time you get there, you've been living it in a little bit of a way, and then you're really ready when it's all here to go take advantage of it in one place at what time. Excellent. Well, thank you both for joining me today. I know this has to be an extremely busy time for you, so I appreciate you taking the time to join me. Well, yeah. thank you so much for having yeah, us. Yeah, this is cool. Thanks, Wade. This is all awesome. Right. Thank you. And thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time.